Hello my friends and good Wednesday morning to you. Today is April 21st. My name is Roger and behind the tech department is my wife Angie. We're always just so grateful and honored really that you would take a little bit of time of your day out and spend with us. So thanks for being here. I'll tell you, I wonder if you've had this experience and because I'm getting a little bit older now, it wasn't like this when I was young. But I go to the department store, let's say Walmart, Target, wherever, and all I really need is just a tube of toothpaste. And so I think I'm just going to run in there, grab it, and, and be in and out in just no time because it's not that big a deal. But then I turn around the corner and I, I get to the toothpaste aisle, and, and the darn thing is probably like 25, 30 feet long, and there are literally hundreds if not thousands of toothpaste to pick from. Each and every one of them promising to give you the whitest teeth in town. And I'll tell you, it, 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 usually what happens is I'm standing there with a couple other old guys and we're just kind of dumbfounded and we don't know what to do. But what it really comes down to, if there's that many choices, we can't just take the closest one on the shelf because it might not deliver uh, and we might be disappointed. And so you got to do some sort of research then to find out what is the best, tooth, uh, best toothpaste to own. And part of that research would be trying it out, testing the product to make sure the claims hold up. This week we're talking about what is the most dangerous thing in the world. And I've asked from the uh, Monday that we do a fair investigation, that we prayerfully uh, research uh, the what God says in His Word is the answer to that question. What the Bible tells us is the most dangerous thing in the world. And so we want to do our research. I'll tell you, one of the most, what I guess really the most dangerous thing in the world, I think, then, is what we do about Jesus. Because the world will tell us that there's hundreds, perhaps thousands of ways for us to have a guarantee of what comes next in the, in the afterlife. Is Jesus just another promise on the shelf to give us a shiny exterior? Because they're all going to get us there one way or the other. Well, if we're using the Bible as our, as our research, then we want to do a re proper type of research and, and we're going to talk about facts and we, we gather information and we, we try to interpret that and find truth in that. And then, like our toothpaste, I guess, we make an application because we'll never get the shiniest teeth in town unless the truth is there. Yesterday we looked at John chapter 20, verse 30, 31, and I want to do that again today. Just use that same scripture. And we're going to talk about facts, interpretation, and application, just from the short words that John wrote at the, towards the end of his gospel. He wrote this, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Now we know the facts then, that Jesus performed many miraculous signs. John is verifying that here. And, and, and so, in front, he did these things in front of his disciple, just like John said. 
But he also did uh, in many, many other, in thousands of people when Jesus walked the earth, he, he performed many miracles. 5,000 at one fishing event, 4,000 at another. Groups and groups of people as he rose, raised Lazarus from the dead. He, he brought back to health um, people that were blind in, in front of crowds of people. And most certainly the most incredible miracle that we attribute to Jesus is that he rose from the grave and scripture says that 500 people witnessed him walking the streets after the bloody, horrendous crucifixion. So we take those facts and, and we make an interpretation. And how John does it, he says that we believe in these miracles and we record these miracles that you might believe that he is the Christ. You see, John even is saying, I can't convince you of anything, but you must make a decision on your own. John doesn't attempt to say, you guys are crazy if you don't believe it my way, and you're bad people if you don't believe it this way. He's not saying that at all, and neither am I, and I know that you don't either, my brothers and sisters, when you are speaking of Jesus. Because just like we said on Monday, that fellow walking with a threatening billboard isn't going to bring people to truth. In fact, he'd probably turn them away. And so John presents this in a gentle, mercy, merciful, graceful way and simply says, we are presenting the facts to you in the hopes that your interpretation will lead you to truth. And of course we arrive at the truth and we don't know for sure that it really is the, the product that we are hoping to have and through our lives until we start the application process. So John says that we have the facts of Jesus' miracles in the hopes that we might believe and the application is then by believing in these truths you may have life in his name. Eternal life. Life here on earth, the one that, is, that leaves behind our, our heavy baggage of the life we once led. The weight and the burden of sin that Jesus died on the cross to relieve us from. And then the guarantee, the assurance of what will come when we leave these earthly tents, the Bible says, our bodies. The solution to the question this week, what is the most dangerous thing on earth, and, and I think part of that is to believe that all roads lead to the same place. The scriptures, the Bible doesn't say that. And so when we present that to people, we're not saying that you're crazy if you don't believe what we say. But just make an informed, truthful decision on who Jesus is. Because just assuming that he's just another toothpaste on the shelf and it'll all get you there. It just might not turn out the way you're hoping to. I know many of you have probably heard of a fellow named C.S. Lewis. He was a 20th century scholar and author, and he wrote more than 40 books. He wrote uh, Mere Christianity, The Screwtape Letters. He wrote the Narnia series. And he said something one time that I want to share with you as we're heading out today. And he said, I'm not trying here to prevent anyone I am trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing 
that people often say about him, Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the Son of God, or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up as a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us, and he did not intend to. Folks, the beginning scripture this week was from Joel, the Old Testament minor prophet Joel, the third chapter. And it says, Multitudes, multitudes come to the valley of decision, the decision on the day of the Lord. When you come on this day and you're making a choice that is the most important choice of your life, do the investigation. Draw the facts. Make your own interpretation. Make an application. But don't leave Jesus on the shelf and say everything's going to be okay no matter what. Folks, I love you. And I hope that the words this week are... are soothing to your soul and that you have the opportunity to embrace what you say that you believe and embed that into your heart and so that you know what you believe you're sure and certain of what is to come hope you have a great Wednesday God willing I'll see you tomorrow take care my friends